Okay, so I have two stories. Uh, let's go ahead and get right into it. Um, I want to know what you guys think uh, about both stories. So the first one um, is from Newsweek. Man bashed for asking girlfriend to remove prosthetic leg around him. And no, it's not because the prosthetic leg creeps him out. That that may be what you're thinking. That's not what you're. That's not it. Okay. A man is being slammed online for repeatedly asking his girlfriend to remove her prosthetic leg around him. Okay. The original poster says she lost the lower part of her left leg in a car accident she suffered as a child. Though it, quote, in no way hinders, end quote, her life, she's sensitive about removing it in front of people. She only will take it off around immediate family and very close friends as it's understandably difficult for her to get around without it. Her boyfriend of five months, however, has become more insistent that she remove the prosthetic around him. Initially, she said, quote, he said, he, quote, suggests I'd be more comfortable with it off, end quote. But she says she's, uh, he's grown into requesting she take it off after she ignored his suggestions. She says it's not just the lack of mobility with the prosthetic off that bothers her. Quote, I finally told him that I wasn't comfortable with removing my leg around him yet as I didn't feel we were there. My leg, despite the fact I can move well, in it as a source of trauma for me due to bullying and having had past partners be repulsed once I took it off around them. And I told him as much, but all uh, he took that he took from that is I don't trust him and I think he'd be swayed and not like me anymore. Okay. Let me say this. It is no secret to him that he that you have a prosthetic leg. Okay. Probably before he asked you out, he knew that you had a prosthetic leg. Okay. I'm going I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. If a person is willing to if a person sees that a person has a prosthetic leg and they still go up to them and ask them, "Hey, do you mind if I get your number? Can I take you on on a date sometime? I know a great coffee shop, I know a great place for brunch." He would have, she would have to know that he knows pretty quickly. And pretty quickly, and let, and let me say this. Let's say he didn't know. Let's say he didn't know. Okay. So he's sitting there and he's saying, okay, um, you're talking one day and, and she says, hey, by the way, um, when I was younger, I lost part of my left leg and I have a prosthetic. Okay. So either way, he's known for a good amount of time now. He's known for a good amount of time. They've been together five months. That's 150 days. That's 150 days. Okay. If he were to be grossed out by it, he probably wouldn't be with you. He, he, just, he just probably wouldn't because he would know in the back of his mind, my girlfriend doesn't have 100% of her legs. And again, to be clear, I'm not trying to be facetious. I'm not making fun of anyone who's an amputee, who wears prosthetics. I'm not making fun of those people. But if, if, if it's, if it's me and I'm dating a girl and she has a prosthetic leg and I've been with her for five months, whether she has the prosthetic leg on or off wouldn't bother me. It's like, sweetheart, I'm right, I'm right here. Like, don't you think if it grossed me out or weirded me out, I would break up with you? 
Like, don't you, like, don't, like, don't you think at some point I would have been like, you know what? I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't be with someone who doesn't have all, 100% of their, like, they don't have both legs. Part of, the, part of, part of your leg is missing. I, I don't know if I can be with you. That would have happened much earlier. Now, let me say this. As someone who has all his limbs and hopes to keep all of his limbs for all of his life, I can imagine the, 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 the slight embarrassment, the stigma, the, the, uh, the shame. Um, I can, I, 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 I can't relate to it because I, I don't have, I haven't experienced that, but I can understand how that would be not easy for you to do. So, um, so let me see. Uh, let me keep reading. She says that everything else is going well in their relationship, but her decision not to remove the prosthetic has made him upset. He says that it's his, he says that it's a sign she doesn't trust him and her, quote, thinking he'd do something with it off. And I, you know, I, this is just me as a guy, as a guy, I sympathize with this dude because if I'm with a girl and you're saying, oh, okay, after, so after five months, Okay, so we're we're together. You've probably you have probably been at my place more than once. Okay, I've been to your place. We've shared meals together. You've been in my car. I've probably been in your car. And you do you think I'm gonna like assault you? Do you think I'm gonna rape you? Do you think I'm gonna hurt you? Do you think I'm gonna do you think when you take off your prosthetic leg, do you think I'm just gonna chuck it into the ocean? Like, 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 I'm not going to do that. And so his point of view is very likely, sweetheart, I like you. I care about, I, I'm, I'm your man. I want you to be comfortable. Let me help you. I know, I know people who have, who are amputees and wear prosthetics. And I've asked him, I said, so, I mean, how does it going about your day? Does it feel uncomfortable? Can can you feel a sense of relief? Like, like what, like, what exactly do you feel? And the vast, vast majority of them all say, I can't wait. It, it doesn't hurt, but I can't wait to get home to take, to take it off. Cause then I can like relax and I feel more at ease. And so her man is just saying, Hey, sweetheart, I, I, I love you. I care about you. Don't you think if I'd be weirded out, I would have been, I would have left. Not only, let me say, let me say this. If he were weirded out, let me say this. Guys aren't going to mess too long with a girl that they're, that they don't find physically attractive. We're just, we're just not going to do that. Especially in the dating, not, forget marriage. Forget marriage. There's no kids in the picture. There's, there's none of that. So it's two adult human beings saying, mm, what do we want to do? If he did not find you attractive, he would say, Hey, I, I'm, 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 I'm out. He probably would have, he probably would not have gone up to you. And the fact that he went up to you, let's, let, let, let's go for the fact, let's go for the idea of saying, you know what? Maybe he didn't know. Maybe he didn't know. Maybe he didn't know until they were on a date one day. Well, he's still here five months later. So what does that tell you? You think, you think he's waiting like, you know, five more months to, to spring his trap on you? It's insane. Quote, Back in the article, quote, I'm starting to feel some pressure here. I like him a lot, and maybe I'm making it into a bigger deal than it has to be. 
I don't want him to be upset, and maybe I'm being unfair. Uh, she wrote, asking the subreddit if she's in the wrong. So, someone uh, someone commented, uh, prosthetics are well, prosthetics are are coming a long way, and while people can do amazing things with them, many able-bodied people can sometimes treat disabled people callously, even without meaning to. Uh, though the original poster's boyfriend presumably isn't sending out to make her uncomfortable with his request, and he may even see the request as being supportive, there appears to be a communication gap between them. Uh, Lena Swords Angelino uh, spoke to Newsweek about the situation and about how and how both parties may feel hurt by the other, being sure to say that both the original poster and her boyfriend's feelings are valid. She says that while the original poster has trauma from the accident as well as the bullying and rejection she's faced in the past, her boyfriend, quote, may be hurt by not being included in what she considers to be family and close friends. In the same breath as a non-disabled person, he has to take a step back and create a safe space for his girlfriend to remove her prosthetic when she feels safe to do so. This can look different from person to person, as it is a very personal and vulnerable experience. Let me say this. Um, it's it's it can be frustrating from the from the guy's perspective. It can be frustrating because I've been on. Um, I I don't think I shared about. I don't think I shared uh, information about you guys with you guys about this girl. I was dating a girl, and she would be rather cautious around me. She'd come over to my apartment multiple times, um, uh, stayed for ver- for long periods of time. Um, she would be. We'd sit in my car. We we would talk for hours. Okay, and. There was one time where we talked and I told her, uh, I said, hey, come over. Not because we were going to do anything sexual or anything like that. But I just said, hey, come over. And she was just very, very, she was really holding back. And I'm like, well, why, like, why are you holding back? Like, why are you so apprehensive of coming over? Like, you've, you've done it. Okay. You've been in it. You've been. And her, her response was, well, I still don't, we still don't really know each other that well. And, you know, I, I don't really know you. You don't really know me. And I said, well, wait a minute. I said, do you realize we have sat in my car with the doors locked for hours on end and we've just talked? Don't you think if I was a bad person, I would have sprung my evil plan by now? Don't you think I would have done it instead of letting you get out over and over and over and over again? And I felt offended because I said, hey, I, I I like you. I care about you. I want what's best for you. I'm I'm willing to open up to you. You're willing to open up to me. I have not, you know, I haven't I haven't touched you in a way that you don't like to be touched. I haven't done any of that. I haven't grabbed you. I haven't punched you. I haven't done any of that. Now, just because now and this and with this lady, she said, oh, well, pa- my, some of my past boyfriends have been repulsed by it. Oh, Okay. That's them. What you don't want to do in a relationship is is take old feelings that have been thrown that have uh, been caused by ex by ex partners and project them onto your current partner. That is deadly. That's deadly. You may need therapy, lady. Your man likes you. Your man cares about you. He says, "Hey, I want like five months. Like you. Like there should be something. There should be something." You should be able to be safe with me. 
obviously, you know, relationships take time and, and they evolve and you, you learn more and more about, about each other um, as time goes on. But five months is like, that's, that's not insignificant. It's not five days. Okay. You've shared meals together. You've, you've shared car rides, presumably. Okay. You've sat and talked. Okay. You, you, I'm going to assume have been possibly sexually active. Okay. Over five months. And you're saying, ah, I just, I, 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 I feel like you'll be repulsed by me. If he thought that, he wouldn't ask you. He'd say, he would probably say, please keep it on. I don't want, I don't want to see your nub. I don't want to see that. That's what, that's probably what he would say, or he would just break up with you. Don't ruin this relationship, lady. But guys, let me know what you think. What do you think about this situation? Um, I don't know. That's just, that's, that's my take. If you're going to be in a relationship with someone and this person, they already know that you have an issue, a physical issue or a mental issue. And they say, Hey, I want, I want you to relax. I want you to, I want you to be yourself around me. I don't want you to keep this barrier up. You're not, you're not being fair. And lady, you're, you're, you're going to wreck your relationship. That's just me. So, um, let's talk about Megan Kelly for a second. I like Megan Kelly, uh, physically attractive, and I think she's a pretty decent, pretty decent, uh, reporter. Okay. Um, from the Western Journal, I know enough to smell a rat. Megan Kelly points out obvious issues with Paul Pelosi attack. Uh, asking any, this is from C. Douglas Golden. Asking any questions about the details surrounding the Friday attack on Paul Pelosi inside the San Francisco home he shares with his wife, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, is considered uh, verboten on the left. That said, former Fox News host Megyn Kelly has quite a few of them she'd still like answered because in her words, quote, I know enough to smell a rat. On her Sears XM podcast on Monday, Kelly casts doubt on claims the attack on Paul Pelosi was politically motivated. Given that, uh, given that suspect David DePape is a lunatic. Quote, I feel like at a minimum, the SFPD has egg on its face. Because even under the most generous story to Paul Pelosi and to the San Francisco police, they were in the house when this guy attacked Paul Pelosi with a hammer. And by the way, that it says that in the, in the affidavit, which I encourage you guys to read. It'll be in the link. Uh, it'll be in the links in the description. According to a federal affidavit from first responders, the hammer blow that put Paul Pelosi in the hospital didn't occur until after they were already in the residence. You would think, you would think that someone, that the most damage is going to be done before the police arrive. But that's not what happened. So let me, let me come right here. Okay. This is from, uh, page, let's see, there's page one, page two, page three. Okay, so right here, paragraph, uh, paragraph number 10, it says, facts supporting prob- probable cause. Okay, so right here, uh, this is paragraph number nine. On October 28th, this, again, I'm reading from the affidavit. This is not the Daily Wire. This is not Fox News. This is not the Western Journal. This is not the Washington Examiner. This is the federal affidavit from justice.gov. This is a government document. There's not, this is not QAnon. This is the affidavit itself. 
which Megyn Kelly is also referring to. Number nine, paragraph number nine. On October 28th, 2022, at 2.23 a.m., San Francisco Dispatch received a 911 call from Paul Pelosi, located at the Pelosi residence in San Francisco, California. Paul Pelosi stated words to the effect of, there is a male in the home, that the male is going to wait for Pelosi's wife. Pelosi further conveyed that he does not know who the male is. The male said, his name is David. At 2.31 a.m., San Francisco Police Police Department Officer Colby Wilms responded to the Pelosi residence. So keep in mind, keep in mind, they received the call at 2.23, okay? Eight minutes later, an officer arrives at the residence, okay? At 2.31, San Francisco Police Department Officer Colby Wilms uh, responded to the Pelosi residence, California, uh, and knocked on the front door, okay, knocked on the front door. When the door was opened, Pelosi and DePape were both holding a hammer with one hand with DePape, uh, and DePape had his other hand holding onto Pelosi's forearm. Pelosi greeted the officers. The officers asked them what was going on. DePape responded that everything was good. Officers then asked Pelosi and DePape to drop the hammer. Number 11, and again, this is crazy. Like, 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 already this sounds insane. This already sounds insane. So, the question, they, okay, again, the affidavit says, Officer Colby Williams responded to the Pelosi residence, California, uh, and knocked on the front door when the door was open. Well, who opened the door? I mean, who opened the door? Okay, Pelosi and DePape were both holding a hammer with one hand and DePape had his other hand on Pelosi's forearm. Pelosi greeted the officers. So he's in the he's in the fight for his life. His literal life is on the line. He's fighting for his life. And he's like, oh, hey, officers. It's not adding up. Like, this is not adding up. The officers asked them what was going on. Well, officer, what do you think is going on? Okay. DePape... Responded that everything was good. Officers then asked Pelosi and DePape to drop the hammer. DePape pulled the hammer from Pelosi's hand and swung the hammer, striking Pelosi in the head. Officers immediately went inside and were able to restrain DePape. What? This 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 makes no sense. Again, I'm reading the I'm not reading a report. I'm not reading some news article here. I'm reading from the affidavit. It's eight pages, you guys. I think it's I think it's shorter than AOC's Green New Deal idea. It's eight pages. It's a quick read. It takes maybe three or four minutes if you read in your head. So what happened? So going back to Megan Kelly, what does she say? She says. Uh, to Kelly, this didn't look particularly good. So here's what she says. Quote, I'm not sure how that happened. She continued, quote, how do you have police officers on site and an 82-year-old gets attacked with a hammer in front of you when you have a gun as a police officer? It's one of the many questions here. As you point out, there are security cameras all over that house. You can see them from the outside. Were they turned on? Kelly asked. If not, why not? She's the speaker of the house. She added, noting that, quote, 
Far less known public figures than Nancy Pelosi have taken extra security measures in and around San Francisco given how high the crime rate is there. It would be insane for them not to have their cameras on. And that to me is 100% true. There are articles about people, the rich people in San Francisco, rich people in San Francisco hiring private security for themselves and for their homes. Links will be in the description below. She also noted that to her guest, uh, GOP Senator Tom Cotton of Arkansas, that there was body cam footage from the police as well. Let's see it. Let's see it all, she said. I don't know what went on, but I know enough to smell a rat. There's something going on here that they're not telling us. I just don't know what it is. And that I could not agree with more. Megan spoke beautifully on this. Hey, what's going on? There, guys, there's something off with the story. Let me be, let me be very, very clear. I hope Paul Pelosi fully recovers. I'm glad he's okay. I hope this man sees justice. Is that clear? With that said, there are questions that need to be answered. How is the Speaker of the House? How is the Speaker of the House not? How, 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 is, how is she not? Why are, where's the footage? Where is it? They have cameras. And no, it's not. It's not one of the ring cameras. It's it's high-tech, very much working, very well-equipped cameras. That's the way it works. And for some reason, for some reason, we haven't, there's no footage. There's nothing. At least the body cam footage. Uh, we, 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 we don't want to. Re, re, okay, release the recordings from the house. We, we, we don't want to. Who opened the door? We're, we're not, we're not going to tell you that. This makes no sense. This makes no sense. And the problem is the left says, oh, why, why can't Republicans just say that this is a bad, something bad happened? We are saying that something bad happened. We just want to know what happened. Give us the details. What happened? We want to know every, we want to know everything. Not because she's a Democrat, but just saying this story seems weird. It's, it's weird. The thing with the left is they say, look at this tragedy. Look at this tragedy. Now don't ask any questions. Don't ask any questions. Don't, don't ask for details. Don't ask. Uh, don't, we don't want any comments. We don't want, want any concerns. We only want you to say, oh, how tragic. We're, we're sorry that our, we're sorry that our rhetoric caused this. And we, you want us to backtrack. That's what you want. The left does not want transparency. Trust the science. You know what science involves? Evidence. There's, when, when you, when there's, when a crime is committed, it's like, okay, you do a full investigation. What happened? What, let, let, let's see the camera. Like, let's see everything that happened. Let's see the full context of it. They don't want you to see the full context of it. They just want you to see, hey, this guy attacked Paul Pelosi. How evil is that? It, right? Oh, yeah, man. Well, what happened? Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. We told you what happened. But but the affidavit, I don't understand. The affidavit says, the affidavit says that, you know, uh, uh, the, 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 they knocked on the door and then the door was open. Well, who, who, who opened the door? Don't worry about that. Um, 
why does the glass appear to why does the why is the glass on the outside of the door is it plexiglass is it regular like what happened like was the glass broken from inside like what what what, what happened you're not allowed to ask any questions and folks let me be clear Anyone who does not want you to answer questions and just go with something, just go with it. Don't don't ask any questions. Don't talk back. And that's one of one of the main critiques I have about parents. They say, "Don't talk back. Don't ask any questions. Just just do as you're told." They're not your friends. They're not on your side. They're dangerous when they say that. You shouldn't just go with something just because someone tells you to. Even Jesus did. Even if you read the Bible. Jesus is, he, he gladly explains things. He doesn't hide from the truth. He, he's open about it. Well, 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 why should we believe in you? Here's what, here's why you should believe in me. Well, 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 what, what, why, why are you the Messiah? But here's why. This verse, this verse, this verse, this verse. Oh, uh, well, well, yeah, well, what, well, when, when, when is the, when is divorce, uh, when is divorce allowed? When, when is that okay? Okay. Cite sources. The left doesn't want to cite sources. The left says, here's what happened. Don't look into it. I'm not saying, I'm not comparing this to Justice Millett. But again, with Justice Millett, what do we say? Hey, let's, what, can, hey, this happened. Hey, what, let, let's see the footage here. What's going on? What happened? We, 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 we want to know. We want to know. We want to, we want answers. This is crazy. What a, what a, what a, tragic story even those who believed it said you know what i would like to see the footage why won't they show the footage what did, did what, what did all the cameras in the vicinity just break at the same time the story doesn't hold water this bucket is full of holes and all we're asking for is answers we're not saying no one is really accusing Paul Pelosi of being a gay man. I'm not even... Th I, that, that's never crossed my mind. I'm just trying to figure out how did this lunatic get in to the Speaker of the House's residence? How is that possible? How? The, like, we don't know. We don't know. And the left gets mad when you ask questions. Anyone who gets mad when you ask questions, you should be very, very skeptical of them. And you should say, you know what? This person isn't my friend. This person is a dangerous person. This problem, this person is not on my side. This person is, uh, dangerous. And I should get away from them. How duplicitous is this? Uh, uh, no, it's, don't, don't ask any questions. Why? Just, hey, just, how about you just, how about instead of asking questions, how about you stop joking and how about you, how about you apologize for your mean rhetoric? How about that? Your, your, your silence and your jokes are, your, 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 your questions are giving this stuff the green light. Who is saying that this is a good thing? Where, where are the, where are the prominent figures on the right? Where are the Ben Shapiro's, Michael Knowles, Matt Walsh? Where, where are the Stephen Crowders? Where are these people who are saying this is a good thing? Where's, where's Dennis Prager saying that this is a good thing? Where's Glenn Beck saying that this is a good thing? Where's Jordan Peterson saying, oh yeah, this is, this is great. Where are these people who are saying that it's good? We just were asking for answers and we're not getting them. It's the same thing with COVID. The same exact thing. 
Well, don't, don't, don't ask. Are you questioning the efficacy of the vaccine? Uh, yeah, I am. Well, don't, 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 don't ask questions and I'm not going to give you answers. Well, why would the FDA try to hide all this data for Pfizer? We, 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 we want to wait 75 years. Uh, no. What are you hiding? What, what is, what is, what is the big secret that you possess? What are you hiding? Journalists, God forbid you, God forbid you ask any questions about Joe Biden's health. The man gets lost every eight seconds. The man keeps saying that there's 54 states. The man confabulates stories. He makes up stories, stories that have been debunked even by CNN. If you ask any questions about his mental health, how, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Don't you dare be a bully. John Fetterman has the worst debate performance, I I would argue, ever. Republican or Democrat, just god-awful. How dare, how dare you? How dare you even think that John Fetterman is not capable of this job? He, he, he has a right to this job. Uh, no. No. How, how, how dare you, how dare you question the idea of, of school lockdowns and, and enforced mask mandates on, on young people when young people are perfectly fine in regards to, you know, catching COVID? How dare you? How dare you? The left does not want to answer questions. That should tell you something. Why do they not want to know? We all think that this is terrible. We all think it's terrible. We're just saying, hey, what happened? What happened? I'm not saying it's a big, giant conspiracy. I'm just saying, what happened? There's body cam footage. Release it. Share it with the world. Share it. Tell us. Explain what happened. Who, who, who answered the door? What happened? Like, like, just, just answer these questions. No one is saying, oh, this is, uh, but Paul Pelosi, he's, he's, you know, uh, he, 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 he's, he's, he's really the, the puppeteer behind this, this stuff. Like, like, who is saying that? People just want answers on the left and the right. And when someone says, you know what, I'm not going to give you any answers. That you have every right to know. You have every right to know. You had every right to know whether the vaccine worked or not. You had every right to know whether the vaccine actually blocked transmission. You had every right to know whether the vaccines would cause fibrous clots in your body. You have every right to know whether the masks worked or not. You have every right to know why you had to take a certain medicine. You had every right to ask these questions. Why? Not just because you were experimented on, but because you funded the research. Your taxpayer money went to these companies. Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson. You paid. You, you, you gained none of the profits. No, no. You, they, they, you didn't get your check in the mail. I didn't get my check in the mail. You you got you got experimental medication in your body that doesn't work. That's what you got. 
And for those of us who didn't get vaccinated, we just, we just, our tax, that's where our tax money went. And we were called terrible, horrible, no good, very bad people for even daring to ask a question. Why is the left so afraid of questions? Don't, don't, don't you, isn't, isn't that fascinating? Isn't that fascinating? God, it just, it just bothers me. It just bothers me. Go read the affidavit, you guys. Just, it, it, it just, jeez. It, it's, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. You deserve answers. I deserve answers. We all deserve answers. Megyn Kelly is on the money. I'm not saying it's a conspiracy. I'm saying something is off here. We all, we all think that this is a terrible thing. And when we ask questions, we're, we're told to shut up. We're told to not ask any. It's the same thing with COVID. And it, it was, it was only a matter of time before we realized, oh, this talking point of COVID, that, that fell apart. This talking point, this t- talking point of COVID fell apart. Hey, this Jesse Smollett thing kind of fell apart. If you, if you asked the question, if you, if you, if you even dared, if you even dared question the Duke volleyball players, uh, if, if, if you even questioned her, her, her story, there's something wrong with you. If you even question Brianna Talbot, uh, there, 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 there's something wrong with you. If you, if you even question Emma Sulkowitz, if you, if, if you even question, just believe women, just believe them. Don't ask any questions. Just listen to their story. And no matter how outlandish it may sound, just believe it. And immediately cast blame and shame onto the person who's been accused. Just, just immediately. Immediately. Don't ask any questions. Anyone who tells you not to ask questions is evil. And they are not a person. Oh, <laughs> my